guys. Welcome back to Coffee Combos. We've had an awesome couple weeks, and we want to thank all of our listeners for um, joining us every week with the podcast. So, Lindsay, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just super busy with baseball still, and I'm kind of ready for summer. You know, it's like that weird part of the school year where you're just kind of like ready for your kids to be out and just have fun. So I'm just patiently waiting. Um, It's so funny that right after, I think it was the same day that we talked about like, will baseball coach, being a baseball coach and you being like the team mom team, um, the, how it kind of like fell in your lap. One of my friends from out here, um, our sons do jujitsu together. And she was saying how her husband is a baseball, baseball coach and she became the team mom by default. <laughs> and I was laughing because I was like, I literally just had the same exact conversation this morning. So um, I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, I feel you. I'm kind of just like, I think the kids, when the nicer weather starts to come out, um, the kids are just like antsy to kind of get out of school and... It would be nice because my kids are hard to get up in the morning while Isaac is. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind sleeping in a couple extra minutes. Yeah. I mean, I like sleeping in the morning, but I also feel like more productive whenever I get up early. I feel like I just like I'm more productive at early hours in the morning and I get stuff done faster. Um, But I also do like the flexibility of knowing like, okay, we don't have to leave the house exactly at, you know, 8.15 to get to school. So that's also nice. We actually took our first um, family walk since the weather has been so bad here in Atlanta. Um, It's just been raining so much. So we took our first family walk today and it was so nice to get outside and just for Jackson to be able to run and get some energy out. Um, I feel like it's all bottled up over the winter and then... They just get to play so much more over the summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, the kids, even my kids, the nice, the couple nice days that we've had, um, they're like, can we go outside? Can we go outside? I'm like, yes, please do that. And I'll sit outside on the swing or whatever with the baby. And I think everyone in my house at least has just like better energy when there's like nice weather outside. I think we do too. And don't you kind of feel better whenever you can go outside and... Oh, I... Yes. Like I just feel so much better than just having to be cooped up inside, like looking at the four walls of your house, wondering when the weather's going to be nice enough to be able to catch like fresh air. It's just, it's so nice. And I can't wait to go to the pool and get a suntan because I'm so pale right now. And I just, (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready too. Um, So I wanted to start well, me and you kind of talked about it. I wanted to start, we both wanted to start the episode today with the Ryan Edwards and Mackenzie Edwards drama, but apparently that's a big no-no. So I guess we're not going to touch that topic today. Um, I guess I said some insensitive things on my Twitter and I shouldn't have done that. So um, I apologize to Macy already. I sent her a direct message and I let her know that if my tweets were offensive that I do apologize. I didn't mean to do that. So, was she upset? Um, um, or you can't really say? I, I don't know. I mean, she, from what I got back, I think she was just saying that, you know, she's doing the best she can as a mom and, um, you know, it, it's, it's a mess. So I do apologize to Macy and Taylor and the kids, Bentley, um, so my, I should have just kept my opinion to myself. I feel like, well, I guess it's a learning lesson and you just move on from it and just 
keep your opinions to personal friend text messages and we can talk about it there. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. If you've listened to our show before, you have heard us talk about FrameBridge. You know they make it super easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from prints and posters to the photos on your phone. But did you also know that a custom frame photo from FrameBridge makes the perfect Mother's Day gift? It's ridiculously easy and you can order in just a few minutes and FrameBridge will send a -a one-of-a-kind frame picture to your mom that she will absolutely love. Or maybe you can just get yourself a Mother's Day gift. That perfect gift for your mom is probably already on your phone. Just go to framebridge.com, pick a great photo. The expert team at FrameBridge will frame it and send it straight to you, or they can deliver it straight to your mom in time for Mother's Day. You can preview your item online in any frame style, choose your favorite, or you can get free recommendations from their talented designers. The amazing team at FrameBridge will expertly frame your item in days. And the best part, instead of hundreds that you would pay at a framing store, their prices start at only $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off of their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code COFFEE. Order a custom gift for any mom in your life right from your phone. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code COFFEE. You'll save an additional 15% off of your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code COFFEE. Framebridge.com, promo code COFFEE. Um, but moving on, I think um, other than that, I don't know what else is... I have had a rough week. Like It's been just emotionally draining for me. I... Um, we filmed this week a couple days and I just had like baby daddy drama that I just don't want to deal with and I'm just kind of over it. So, um, it's been, it's been kind of tough, but all baby daddies are just like two out of three, you know, Okay. the huge, okay. there's usually one that doesn't bother me. Um, but when they're never, we're never just all good at the same time. (sighs) So I was just like. Yeah. And now you understand <laughs> this too shall why I have one child. Um, I don't think it's the child. I think it's the fact that I make, made <laughs> the decision to have three baby daddies. Like, what was I thinking? I don't know. But thank God for my children. So I mean, anyway, can, we can move on from that. I can't have all of that negativity in my life. Like, do you realize I'm such no. a tired person all the time? I'm so sleepy all the time. That would just send me to my grave drain you like literally oh absolutely but it's my fault so i can only blame myself oh my gosh Um, but like on a completely different note this is like completely switching (laughs) completely switching gears but have you been watching i watched the 60 minutes um of the stormy daniels um interview i think it was um with Anderson Cooper, I think is who the interview was with. And have you been watching any of that? No, I haven't watched any of it. Okay. So it's about the affair with Donald Trump. And I mean, the whole thing was just sketchy. Her attorney was on there and it was just like so wild, but I watched the whole 60 minutes of it. So if you guys didn't watch it, I'm not going to go into a full recap of about what happened. Um, because it's really none of my business, but I did watch it because I was interested. Um, If you guys want to see it, then you can probably Google it. I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there of the interview since it is 
the president of the United States. Um, but I saw on um, Us Weekly that Donald Trump Jr. had had an affair with Aubrey O'Day. I saw that. You know what? I saw that on Twitter. And if anybody sure doesn't know who Aubrey O'Day is, she was found... She was from... From making the band... Um, P. Diddy's show on MTV, yeah, right? Yeah, P. Diddy's show on MTV. So she was part of Danity Kane. And yeah, so they apparently had this long like affair and they met um, actually on season five of The Celebrity Apprentice and then continued like throughout 2012. And then his wife found email exchanges because I guess he like put everything in email, um, which how stupid is that? And put all kinds of like how much in love he was with her and apparently like page long emails um, and stuff. And so his wife found it and then later they reconciled and then ended up actually getting divorced. But um, yeah, I thought that was so weird. Isn't just a side note. I thought she was with, um, so I guess that went up to 2012. She's with like, Polly D from Jersey Shore now, or maybe that's old news. Okay, also. so actually, she was on E's show. Um, what was that called? Famously Single, and that's where she met Polly D. And so they had a relationship for a while, and then I think they broke up and then got back together, and now they're not together anymore. But I just think it's kind of funny that. <laughs> The president of the United States has like a reality TV background and like all of this drama is all from reality TV. Reality TV is a crazy world. Like I don't think that people really fully understand like what goes into reality TV and what we deal with in our personal lives, but also... Six months later, after the show is, like, filmed and, like, that specific drama is said and done, um, six months later when it airs and tabloids pick it up and we we all see it again for ourselves, it kind of bites us in the ass. And um, I hosted TRL last week with um, with one of the girls from the new Teen Mom show and, and Nessa and Liza Koshi, and we were talking to... Um, Gary from Teen Mom OG. And I kind of got on to him a little bit about, you know, the things that he was saying about Amber at the time. And wait, so I saw like a public apology on Twitter that he had released like some kind of statement on Twitter apologizing to her publicly. But what exactly was the drama that like went down with them? Um, I, he, I guess she had done something, they had fought or something like that. And then he was filmed saying all kinds of like crazy things about her and whether they were true or not my whole point was just that it sucks because in the heat of the moment you say something and then you guys are like not you guys but maybe him and amber are arguing they're filming it and then they become good again and then it turns around and six months later it bites you in the ass because it brings up old emotions or you didn't know exactly what was said on camera when you weren't there or you know there's just all kinds of things and so it's crazy that the whole, like, Donald, you were saying how, like, Donald Trump has, like, a reality TV background and um, his son, too, and now the Aubrey O'Day 
thing is coming out until it's coming to light now in 2018 and it was done in what 2012 um so like it kind of just goes to show that like everything really does come to light like at some point yeah and i mean it's just like especially for me whenever i went through my separation and filing for divorce like people who aren't in reality tv you know, like people that are in your life, but they're not necessarily a part of being on TV, don't understand that, you know, when you sign up to do a show, you're signing up that you're going to basically give your life to the show and give the viewers all of that information. And you can't just like withhold pertinent information like that. So... I think that a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, why was it on the show or why did it come out in the media that y'all had filed for divorce? Well, I mean, it was going to come out whether I took control of it or not. It was going to come out. That wasn't really... To come out. Yeah. Like you don't really have a choice and and that's what people don't really understand. Like something, it's just so crazy though. Like some things that you want to keep people private, will go digging. Like you can't. Yes, but people will dig for them, and it'll come out regardless. So it's like you might as well kind of take control. And so, I don't know. I didn't really follow too much up on like the Aubrey O'Day and Donald Trump Jr. thing, but I did see one part of it in the, on Twitter. Yeah. So I mean, and that's just so crazy that that was like that. That was back so long ago. Could you imagine that coming back six years later? Like not even like six months or a year, like six whole years like later. Well, and then also like back to your point of, you know, you film it and then you don't see it for, you know, six months. It's like, okay, within that six months, you've gotten over it. And then you have to watch it, get all of the posts on social media where people are talking about it. And you kind of get wrapped back up into the emotions again and then have to relive it. So it's like you live it once and then when it airs, you relive it again. Yep. And and so I think And sometimes you're not even healed from the first time. Yeah, people just don't get it. No, they don't. They never get it. And then they're like, oh, we'll just quit the show then. Stop putting everything out there. Okay, well, here's a news flash for y'all. If I were to quit the show tomorrow, we've already open that can of worms. So anything from this point forward, any big news that we have is still going to come up because we were once on TV. So even if I was to quit last year, it, anything that I, any big news that I make from that, from that point forward was still, is still going to be picked up by tab, tabloids and websites and all kinds of and shit. And everything so, follows you. I like don't know. it's not, it's not just like that easy. Everything follows you. So if you do a podcast or like you do a regular job, Like now I do have a regular job and, you know, I'm a marketing manager and everybody, it's like, you can't do anything without having that recognition. You know, like I worked so much harder for my degree in school, but my recognition is from reality TV. And I hate that because I wish that it's like, I'm so much more than like just that. Just reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. To your, to your point. I actually had a conversation with my friend today, my, well, my friend's mom. Um, I told her, she's a nurse, and I wanted to, I told her I wanted to go back to school for nursing, and she was saying, I know, I saw you post that on Facebook, but she's like, I do want to make you think about something, and that is that people know who you are, so if you're going to go to work at a hospital and people recognize you, I mean, Teen Mom 2 was the number one show on the network for, has been number one at, for 
six, seven years, eight years maybe. Um, she's like, people will recognize you and they will try to sue. You will get sued because just simply for the fact that they know who you are. They know all kinds of things. So she's like, you have to kind of be careful with working now. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy because it's like, I never thought about that. So yeah, I have a degree in this field in TV, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm probably going to go back to school for something else. Um, or for my master's in something else, and I'm probably not going to do TV for the rest of my life. Um, but I never thought about that until she told me, which is true because even I used to be a dental assistant. People would recognize me. Oh, my God, are you that girl from that show? And I'm like, weird. I'm just holding these instruments in your mouth while you're getting your teeth drilled. But, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. Like, it's nice having a real job and kind of being able to do like regular life, but it's still not regular life as much as you would want it to be, you know, kind of regular life. If you're not doing it anymore, then you kind of want like a sense of normalcy. And then mm-hmm. you do that and it's still not normal. So weird. Like, I just, I don't think anybody knows that until they are already so basically balls deep in it. Well, and also it goes back to our point that we were talking about doing like studies on sending people into job interviews and seeing, you know, like completely like a blind study to where we would send people into job interviews and have them interview for the job and see how many people from reality TV got turned down for jobs that had qualifying like the qualifying requirements. Well, the jobs are doing Google searches and social media searches right off the bat. So if you go into a job interview and if both of, if you and I both go into the same job interview and we're both, we both have the exact same qualifications, I'm not getting that job or because of what I've had on social media. So if it was me and someone else, and even if I would say, even if I'm more qualified or equally qualified, I'm not getting hired because of reality TV and social media. Yeah. And I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. And that kind of is scary too, because you invested four years of your life getting a degree. Seven, almost well, seven. seven. I spent four. <laughs> so I at least feel better about mine because mine was like less time, but still, I mean, I am using my degree now, which makes me glad because I feel like it actually was worth it to go to school. Um, and I always said that I would use my degree after Jackson started kindergarten, that I would completely not do TV anymore. I had no plans to do TV in the first place. That was just like something that happened. But I said when he got five that I would get what I call like a real life job. And yeah, so I did recently and love it. And it's a great fit for me, great fit for my family and great for podcasting too. Cause I can still, you know, like do this and then still have that. So it's like the best of both worlds. That's a good point. I think my situation's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different, (laughs) but I mean, the only thing I can do from here is like really think out plan out what I can do. I don't really want to, um, I don't know. So I want to take a second because I've been hearing from a ton of our listeners who've tried my skincare routine, BioClarity, and they're getting such great results. I'm so excited that it's working for them because I know what it's like to have skin issues. You guys have seen me on TV and I've had like 
big red zits and pimples everywhere. So I know how frustrating it can be. And BioClarity is my three-step skincare program I use every day, and I'm so happy with it. BioClarity helps treat acne and blemishes, but thanks to their natural ingredients like Floralux, it's soothing and non-abrasive. So it doesn't cause irritation or redness, which I love. Those soothing ingredients really help your skin glow, and who doesn't want that? Seriously, even if you don't have problem skin, it cleanses and has all kinds of good good stuff in it to boost your natural beauty. So start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin, and they're offering our listeners a really great deal. So if you go to bioclarity.com and use code COFFEE, you'll get your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping, which is a total of $20 in savings. And it's awesome because it has a risk-free money-back guarantee, so it's a great thing to try because you'll be so happy when your skin starts to look the way you want it to look. Get results without irritation. Again, that's bioclarity.com. Code COFFEE for your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping. Okay, let's get back to the show. So, Lindsay, I want to get Will on the podcast today. Yes, he's ready. Um, He said that so for those of you who don't know, Will is Lindsay's husband. Yes, and he said that he was excited about being on Coffee Convos, um, and he was like testing into the mic, and he was doing mic checks, and the equipment wasn't even on, so I was like, oh my God, he's an idiot. And then he was talking about gun control and all of this stuff, and stuff that like made no sense. And then he looked at me and he was like, yeah, if I had a podcast, nobody would tune in. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met Will, so this should be interesting. Um, I have seen pictures of him, um, but I don't have any kind of clue what his personality is like, so I'm a little nervous. So what's your Um, guess? Like you've seen pictures, so what's your guess? Is he... My guess is that he's... I don't know because you are so like... Don't take it the wrong way, but like uptight and OCD that I'm maybe he's like super laid back. I also don't want him to think that I'm super dumb and I don't want him to be offended by my F bomb dropping. No, he won't be offended because I probably I cuss at him like often when he does stupid stuff. So it's okay. We're not Okay. And just on a side note, has he ever been on Chris Lee Knows Best? Yes, actually he has. Um, he has? Yeah. So oh my gosh. the first season um, we filmed, I'm trying to think the stuff that we filmed. We can talk about it really quick before we get him on. So we filmed about he and I eloping and we filmed my breast augmentation and he and my dad filmed at a gun range which is not somewhere that I would send two people that like don't like each other, but that's a whole nother story. And then, um, yeah, he filmed a few other times, but I don't think he's been, he was on Chris Lino's best on season four, I think was his last time when he and my dad kind of like made amends or at least they're like on the same page with each other. But other than that, yeah, he, um, really had no interest. He just wanted to have like a regular life and a regular job, but we can talk about it whenever we get him on. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited. Okay, guys, I want to tell you about Liquid IV. I got this awesome new product that I'm using to help me stay hydrated. I add it to regular bottled water to add flavor, but most importantly, to increase how well it hydrates me. So that's pretty cool. 
Liquid IV is such a great product because if you're one of those people who knows that you should drink more water, but don't, this allows you to get more out of the water you do drink. One packet in your water provides the same hydration as two or three bottles of water because it gets into your bloodstream more efficiently than water alone. You can use it after a night on the town when you've had a few drinks to rehydrate or after a workout or if you're already out on a hike or traveling. You know how when you travel and you feel all dehydrated and blah and it's, you just don't feel good? This helps so much for that. And so for each order that's placed, they donate one serving to people in need, which is really awesome. I love Liquid IV and I know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when you use our code COFFEE at checkout. That's 20% off of anything that you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter our promo code COFFEE to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code COFFEE. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. Heck yeah. Okay, guys, we're back and we have Will on here and Kale, we are ready for the probably dreaded questions. Uh, Well, first of all, hi, Will. It's nice to meet you via podcast. It's nice to meet you as well, long-time listener, first-time contributor. <laughs> um, I've heard a lot about you, and I know all about your baseball antics, and I'm super excited to interview you right now. Well, excited to talk with y'all. Um, Will's such a liar. He has been a long time. Before being a long-time listener to Coffee Convos, he was a long-time watcher of Teen Mom. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, is like, that true or are you just saying that? No, oh, that's no, true. It's true. Like we used to watch it <laughs> all the time. So you, you've seen all my ups and downs or um, we're just going to pretend like those don't exist? Oh, yeah. We can just pretend like they don't exist. But yeah, kind definitely. Like that- We've seen them all. Kale, don't feel bad. Oh, okay. We all have ups and downs. So Yeah, but not like mine. So unless you're at Waffle House, then you might have a couple accidents. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> did, did she did she tell you about what she did there and try and pass it off as me because she's been doing that for years what, oh what happened God. at waffle house will and uh, tell the truth of the story okay do you, want, do you want me to tell the story about waffle house I'm, I'm willing to hear it from either one of you no like listen I told Lindsay that I was not going to be talking about this. And I told her because he said he would get fired from his job. Like, who fires you for shitting your pants? Like, I told her that I'm going to have like a cease and desist put up, and like, no way, Jose. Um, I sent Kale well, the screenshots of your message, and you didn't call so it. So I know that it and- actually happened. Um, he didn't call it a cease and desist. What did you call it? A cease and assist. No, it's cease and desist. I got it right. I got it right. Um, so tell the Waffle House story. <laughs> All right. So one time, and I can't even remember like what the context was. Like it was in the summer, and we went to Waffle House because we always went to Waffle House in college. And it was like a shady little dumpy Waffle House, and I think it was like next to like a strip club oh, or yeah. something. It was one next to a strip club, and and like a seedy strip club, oh, like like really seedy. So it's sit on North Side, on North Side Avenue in Atlanta, and you had like this Days in this crap like Days in hotel, a Waffle House, and then like 
this strip club that had changed names like five times in the four years that we were down there. And then... <laughs> so this is just to give you like what the Waffle House yeah, looks like. We're just like just setting up. setting stage now. And so we go into the Waffle House and Will gets like 12 plates of food, I'm sure. And he thought it was funny that he was just going to fart. Well, so I told him, I was like... I see where this is going. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I, I told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure you just shit your pants. (laughs) And he was like, no. So he really didn't know that he shit his pants. And then he got up to go to the bathroom. And when he turned around, we were in a booth. And when he turned around, Kale, the backside of his pants had like a shit stain (laughs) on no, you're making this up. No, no, like, listen, so it wasn't like a full on, like, shit pants. It was a shart. <laughs> but, like, in all honesty, like, who has not sharted at least once in their adult life? Like, I have a hard time I trusting somebody who hasn't. I can honestly say, I don't think that I've ever sharted. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sharts. At least. I mean, well, maybe. I think you should maybe say like maybe all men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That would probably be <laughs> I a think better that would be jumping off point. Fair, all the men. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a fair because, all men statement. Yeah. No. So then we go out into the parking lot and randomly it makes me feel like he has been sharding a lot because he had a spare <laughs> pair of shorts in his car. So then he put no. the, yeah. So he put the other pair of shorts on before we left in the parking lot of the Waffle House. So it also makes you wonder, like, has he been shitting his pants and he's always had a backup or, you <laughs> or know, he, like, has he been doing this? Right. He's been doing it consistently or pretty regularly in order to be prepared for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have the best <laughs> diet in college. So, I mean, there was a lot of like Zaxby's and Waffle House and stuff like that. And I mean, Taco Bell. Yeah. So... You never really knew when it was going to come. You just knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so you had to be prepared. I wasn't oh, walking shit. around sharding my pants in college. <laughs> okay, so did you two meet in college? Yes, we did. We, you want to tell the story of how we met? Yeah. This was also another embarrassing story. Like, I hated Will the first time I ever saw him. So. Lindsay was like, I don't know how she became involved or, or met like this really good friend of mine in college. And we had a sorority party. It was a sorority party um, once we rushed at the beginning of the year. And when I became a FIMU, we all went to this party, all sororities and then new fraternity guys. And for whatever reason, two guys from the baseball team felt like they should come to this party. And so that's how I met one of Will's best friends. And so I guess some time passed or whatever, and he had invited her and her friend to his apartment and to like pregame or whatever. Um, yeah, because we were going to another sorority party. Because that was like Lindsay's play back in college. It was like pregame and then go. And mine, like, <laughs> mine was like pregame and then like that was it. Like <laughs> He never left the pregame. Ne- never left that. So she comes over and it was love at first sight. 
For and, him. Oh yeah, my right. Oh my God. <laughs> and so like I was talking to her a little bit and but I think I was really nervous. I don't I remember singing like Counting Crows and stuff like that. It was a full on performance. And then she left and then I think I No 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 no. That's not what happened. <clears throat> Will was he's right. He was in love at first sight. He was sitting on a couch and was drinking and dipping. And I was like, who is this kid? Because he's weird and he looks like he's literally in another orbit. And his friends that were also my friends were like, oh, yeah, he can come to this party. And I was like, no, he's not going. And <laughs> Wait. No, seriously, true life. Like this is the first time that I've ever heard that I was being extended an invitation to this event and I was shot down. Yeah. So his friends, because it was my sorority's party and Will was already blackout like at the pregame. And I was like, no, he's not going. Like we're not babysitting. Like he's not going. So we leave him at his friend's apartment. Like this isn't even Will's place. We leave him there, come back. Will's passed out on his friend's bed and when we get back, his friend is like pulling him off the bed. And I think that like I semi had a crush on him because I remember telling his friend um, not to hurt him whenever he was pulling him off the bed. And that wouldn't be like something that I would normally say if I didn't like somebody. <laughs> so so then what happened after that? So, he stalked me on Facebook. Well, no, like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what happened. I just remember like rising up at like seven o'clock in the morning and her and her friend were sleeping on the sofa, and I was on the floor, maybe. And then, yeah, Facebook, and then she shot me her number. That's back when, like, Facebook, like, chat was first a thing, and Lindsay was, like, a pro, and I was, like, I didn't know about that game yet. Will was still on Instant Messenger, like, AIM. <laughs> yeah, she was he like, put it in. Text me. Yeah, and so I told him, I was like, you can text me. Because at that point, I had become like his Facebook friend. And then I looked at his pictures and I was like, oh, I guess he's like, all right. And then he texted me. And then, of course, I played the like, who is this? Like, I didn't know who it was. And then, yeah, that was pretty much it. So and was then, this, this was your freshman year? Yeah, so I had a plan of going to college and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to college and not have a boyfriend for like four years. I'm just going to like have fun, join a sorority, be a student, whatever. And I met him in August or was it September? September, I think. It was September. So yeah, and then we dated from then forward. She used to always come up with like different excuses to stop by. And like, hey, I'm dropping a friend off, um, you know, we'll come and see you or whatever. And her and her friends would stop and they'd come up and they'd leave like five seconds later. And yeah, then, it was like <laughs> a game. It was a weird five game. Second, five yeah, seconds, like a five second drop, like a five second drop off. Like, hey, like now you see me, now you don't. <laughs> Lindsay, what the hell kind of game is that? I don't know, but the, our first like actual, I wouldn't even say it was like a date, but um, he invited me over to watch Batman. <laughs> Dark Knight was just coming Aww. out on DVD. So like she came over and my brother and I, we, we shared a place and we had two recliners and a love seat. And 
She sat in the love seat by herself and I sat in the recliner. And you didn't go sit with her? No, I just like laid on the love seat, I think, so that there wasn't any space. <laughs> Lindsay, what? I mean, what kind of crush did you have on this guy? Like, what is that? I don't know. I've always been awkward, like emotionally. Yeah. I guess I'm the same way, so I can't really get on to you about it. I did notice, Will, you have, like, a much thicker accent than Lindsay does. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, like, you're, you said, um, you say, ah, instead of I. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Okay, so you guys watch Batman, and that's, um... So how yeah. long of how many of the five second drop offs did y'all do before you got to the Batman stage? There were a couple. There were a couple of like late night ones too. Like there was one time where she came over with a friend. But let's clarify, like we never slept together, like Yeah, this isn't like, you know, a hookup type, you know, coming around oh, no, and all no. that other stuff. I don't even think we'd even like kissed. No, it was just like, like this very whole juvenile. cat and mouse type deal. So, Will, let me ask you this. Did you notice um, how weird Lindsay is and, like, her OCD habits? Did you notice those right off the bat, like, when you no. first met her? No. No. Okay. So, not like, at, all. at what point did you realize that she's the weirdest human being ever? Oh, my God. Um, honestly, <laughs> it wasn't until probably Like, were you already Jackson. way too deep into the relationship when oh, you yeah. noticed? Or I mean, Oh, wow. This, this is like married with kid and like I didn't really I've always been so <clears throat> I guess like during your pregnancy like it was one of those things where it was oh I can't do this I can't do that like no deli meats no coke no aspirin you know basically just like a vegan type lifestyle and yeah I didn't really get like on this like more um like as far as like eating good and having like clean foods in the house and like the organic kick and stuff. I really didn't start that until I got pregnant with Jackson. Which was when? You guys were in college, 2012. Right? No? no. Well, I had just finished my last, I had finished my last semester um, when I got pregnant, but we were already married. Got it. Okay. So then you got pregnant and you decided that you were going to be do weird, weird things. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I've always been like super clean as far as like. Yeah. I mean, I guess whenever she had her own place and I would go over there, it would always be like immaculate and like I wasn't allowed to leave anything out and stuff. But I mean, I just assumed that was like, like a girl type thing. And then. Uh, no, because <laughs> I have to say that um, I'm messy as all hell. So if someone walked into my house, they would probably think a man lives here. You are so messy and it's like, oh my God, I don't even know how you survive. So then, Will, are you also super clean and organized and weird or um, do you just kind of embrace it and live with it? I'll let Lindsay answer that one and see if she gives the honest response. Okay, so... (laughs) 
I think that I've always I've always had like OCD tendencies. Just to like clarify this, I will I've always had OCD tendencies, just not as extreme before I had a child. Like it was always just me that I had to take care of, so I, it probably wasn't something that I would have enforced as much on him because I didn't really care at the time, but now that I have Jackson, then I want everything to be completely just like sterile, I guess would be the right word. What's, what would be the right word for it? Yeah. Like sterile, like germ, germ free, like germ free. And so I would say Will's a clean person, but Will's more of like a spot cleaner and not like an actual cleaner. He's like a surface cleaner, you know? All right. Right. So I will clean every week, like sweep floors, mop floors, stuff like that. That's not a problem. I don't do it every week, but if I was asked to, I would do that. Like when Lindsay asked me to clean though, it's like, okay, you need to get this bucket of water and you need to scrub baseboards. <laughs> when have and you ever scrubbed baseboards? I, I don't. I refuse because nobody comes into your house and that's the thing that they go over to and, and wipe their finger but on. But I know that it's say, there. Ooh, that's dirty. So do they you clean your... the baseboards? Oh Lindsay? yeah, she cleans them. Yeah. She what the hell is baseboards. wrong with you? You don't clean your baseboards. I guarantee you, if no. you went, if you went and took a bucket and a rag with water, with the dogs that you have in your house, I guarantee you, you would be like, "Oh my god, I should have been cleaning these a long time ago." No, um, like I'm telling you, if you do it one time, like every six months, it covers it. But you don't do it one time ever. I do it in the basement. Me or him? Him and probably you. I actually haven't cleaned the baseboard since I moved into my house nearly three years ago. <laughs> I'll send you a picture later. Yeah, I'm going to need to see this. Like, my baseboards look so clean. I just like everything to be super clean. And I get, I like to keep everything super clean all the time. But then I get on these, like, cleaning kicks where I will literally clean for, like, nine hours straight <laughs> And I haven't even like eat anything or like worried about anything like that. Like I'll just go from one thing to the next thing until it's like all perfect. So do you guys have separate closets? Do you keep your closet? The weird thing is, is his closet. Oh no. So we have like a divider. So it's one closet, but there's kind of like a divider in the middle. Yeah, but the weird thing is, is his closet on his side is actually more organized. As far as like my clothes and stuff, I'm a little messy with my clothes. I would say I'm really. Actually, I can't. I yeah. definitely can't picture that at all. It's absolute chaos. Yeah, like my clothes are. That's one thing that I really. You, you can't get together. No, no. Um. So there's one more thing that I wanted to ask you, Will. Um. I heard a little birdie told me that you were not allowed to do anything um, with Jackson until he was around six months old. Is that true? And how do you feel about that? I mean, it's pretty much true, I guess. I mean, not like I wasn't allowed to like hold him or anything like. No, but like give him baths or like do like anything like. Oh, yeah. Like that. I don't know that it wasn't that I wasn't allowed. Maybe that was the case. <laughs> but like I tried to be nice about yeah, it and sugarcoat it. I was that's back in my days of working at Sprint. So like I wouldn't get home until like 
9 o'clock at night, 9.30. So I would assume that he'd already be bathed and everything by the time I got home anyway. But, yeah, like, it was one of those things where I just kind of accepted it. Because, like, in all honesty, like, babies, they're for, like, women. Like, what? baby babies. <laughs> like, because as a guy, like, you can't really do anything with a baby. And you're not just going to sit around and be like, oh, look at how cute this baby is all day. Yeah, you do. Well, like, I thought it, but, like... Once he gets old enough to, like, crawl and, like, play with toys and stuff like that, like, that's where I came in. Will just had never held, like, the first baby he ever held was Jackson. So he didn't know what to do with a baby. Like, nothing. I, I'm i with him. I did not know what to do with a baby either. But it just was, like, natural for me. And I just was so protective. I didn't want anything to happen to him. Like, literally, to the point... And this goes back to like OCD. I wouldn't go to the grocery store until like nighttime or on a day that Will was off because I didn't want Jackson like exposed to germs. And even still, like we went to Sam's on Sunday and they were out of the Clorox wipes and she was like, oh, he can't get in the cart today. Yeah. What? Like, his- okay, first of all, let me just make my first thought to that was. I would not go to a grocery store because of the germs. I would not want to bring my kid to the grocery store because I don't want to bring my kid to the grocery store, not because of the germs. Like, it's just like, okay, let me have not have little hands reaching out for everything or like the car seat in the cart to like take up all the room in the cart. So the germs really didn't have anything to do with it. So I guess I'm a shitty mom. Um, Second, Jackson's like five, right? So yeah. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. his immune system is okay for him to touch it's the not about without- It's not about him getting sick or whatever. It's just about like other unclean people. Like if you, if you look at like the general public and just watch people, you would be appalled at what you see, like seeing people picking their ass, seeing like kids picking their boogers. People probably, you definitely think that about me and my kids then. If you didn't know us, you would be like, what the hell is this white trash ass family doing? Because, I mean, <laughs> we're all just trying to live here. And But you know what? We need people like you who will Clorox the, the handles on the shopping carts for sure. Yeah, I just, I don't. I don't like him to be dirty. I don't like dirty. Actually, a really weird habit of mine is... No, wait. Will don't goes- say it. I want No, no, no. I want to hear Will. Will, what do you think okay. the weirdest habit Lindsay has? The and weirdest habit that I have. With Jackson? No, just like the, just in general. I don't know. I mean... He there's too many everything to that I do weird. There's a lot of stuff. Like, like name them. What are they? the laundry thing. I don't know if she told you. I think she did. Y'all talked about doing laundry on one episode, right? Yeah, Okay. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she she will do it, but it's she does not fold it, and she does not. I do fold it. Okay, you fold some stuff. No, okay, this is the thing. Okay, so. (laughs) I fold the clothes. I fold all the clothes other than the T-shirts, and the only reason I don't fold the T-shirts is because I don't require them to be flip-folded. Will uses a device like we're in a department store. Yeah, to it's flip the best fold. thing ever, and it puts your t-shirts in like these perfect little squares. And we've been doing it that way for like years and years and years. And I refuse to. But she will never do that. I will never do it because 
I feel like if I'm the one doing the laundry and I'm the one folding it, I should be able to choose how I fold it. And if I don't want to get a device out of like the corner of the closet to fold freaking shirts, then I shouldn't have to. I should be able to fold them. However, I decide to fold them because I'm doing the laundry. But that's not the way it is. I do fold all of the other clothes. I do wash the clothes, but I refuse to to fold the t-shirts because that's the way he wants them yeah. and I'm not folding them that way. She's not big on that. The weirdest like germ thing though is like the shower after school and it's like a persistent like he's got to come home and take a shower right away and it's not like even just after school. It's like if he comes in from outside or if he goes with me to like the store and like as soon as we come in, it's like, oh, you've got to take a shower. You've got to take a shower and it's like, we're not out there like hugging up on people or rolling on the floor. But you probably are. <laughs> like knowing you, you probably are. And but that's like changing his changing his clothes and washing his hands wouldn't be sufficient to you. Well, I mean, what like probably flew in his hair? Like if somebody like <sighs> sneezed or something, you know. Lindsay, did anyone make you do that as a kid? I mean, like where does it come not. from? I haven't. I don't know. <laughs> probably. <laughs> It's totally random. And like, because I don't, weird. neither of my parents are that way. Uh uh-uh. uh. And both of them said, I don't know where it comes from because she is honestly, she's been this way since he was born. And it's like it just came out of nowhere. And so I don't we should, foresee myself ever changing back. Like, and I'm dead set in my way. Like, okay, well, we're going to take you to a hypnotist. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should do that. <laughs> Because I don't no. think that that's regular. That's not... He's got to have some type of germs in order to build up an immune system. He gets them, Kale. When you go to preschool, you definitely get them. <laughs> but they're not on you them got, like long enough to sit in. <clears throat> I have to and say, then, just... Go ahead. And then like, you see what their clothes look like when you come home and you're like, oh, God, that looks like a booger that's sitting on there. Like, oh, my God, that looks like... 12 plates of food dropped on your shirt and he's got like yes. crumbs all over his face and I'm like oh my god I cannot wait to get my child home and just like get him clean and that way okay. I don't have to look at like dirty well here's the thing yesterday after Lincoln got dressed um well my son is four um my middle son he um I helped him brush his teeth and then he got the kid's blue toothbrush, toothpaste um, all over his shirt. And I said, well, we're going to school. I don't care. You got it on your shirt and we're going to call it a day. However, I don't like like the booger face and like the earwax. That cannot happen. So I always make sure that like nose and ears are clean. However, if there's toothpaste on your shirt, I'm probably sending you to school like that anyway. Yeah. You know what? That's on you at that point, buddy. See, and that's just so. not... I get like the logic behind it, but it's just not something like I would sit and say, like, agree with you because it sounds like very normal, but it wouldn't be something that I would do. Like if Jackson spilled something on his shirt that was noticeable, I would definitely change him. Even if I was five minutes late to school, I would definitely change him. Even if it was like his own fault. Yeah. But Will says I baby him way too much. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a very bad, like, baby-type situation. What did he say today? Back to the, the original question, I would say my weirdest quirk is Will coming home from work, 
I hate for him to come home to work and like sit on like our furniture, like with his dirty work clothes. Oh yeah, that's something that just drives Will, me what crazy. Do you, what too. do you do? What is so what do you sa- do for work? I'm in sales. I'm in an office job, and I'm in like I'm started a new job. It's and like I'm a petri dish in a brand new office. Like I think it opened in November. So nobody has ever sat in my chair before. Nobody's ever sat at my desk before. It is the cleanest place ever. But as soon as I get home, it's like I've just wallowed in some sort of mud pit all day. And I just got to take those clothes off and and throw them in the trash because I don't make you throw your clothes in the trash. Like you're being excessive. (laughs) She boils them on the stove. No. No. I think what it sounds like to me is that y'all should just live in, be married for sure, because I like y'all together. But maybe just like live in separate houses, because at this point, Lindsay, I don't, like how, Will, I don't know how you put up with her. I would not change my clothes. I would say, have a nice day, you know, if you want to like spray me with Lysol. (laughs) You just, you just bite your tongue. And you just do what she says. Right. Well, you know what? A happy wife is a, a happy life. So yeah, I can agree with that. Is your life is your life bad and do you live cleaner than any person that you know? It's a yes or no Me? question. I'm asking Will this question. Is it a yes or no question? Yeah. Does he, it, he, he suddenly it honest? Ha- that was hesitant. He suddenly huh? he suddenly has to poop and so he has to he has to run out. Yeah, I no, okay, and then this is the other thing. He hates my rule about pooping. Like you have oh a rule God. about pooping? Oh, what no, is the like, rule? Yeah. What is this rule? Okay. So, you know how clean <laughs> she, like you know how clean she is, right? Yes. So like her favorite thing to do is to clean the three toilets in the house. That's not my favorite thing and to like, do. I hate cleaning she, toilets. No, like she does it all the time. And what she does is she sits there and she takes like this, what is it, Fabulosa? Yeah. Okay. So she'll take like Fabulosa and pour like this purple water in the bowl. And like, so that way she can guess, I guess, like test to see if anybody's used it because the purple's no. gone. But anyway, she cleans the toilets like once every three or four days and is like upset if I use the bathroom in no. any of no, them. No, 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 no. I say it's rude to use like go number two on your main floor bathroom. If you have somebody that like needs to come in and use your bathroom, then you obviously don't want like somebody that's been pooping in there. And especially if Will is somebody who sharts, then you definitely don't want somebody shitting like him in your main floor bathroom. So I'm just like, <laughs> if you need to do that, then just go upstairs. It's, you know, it's not that okay. big of a deal, but not in your powder room. And I get I that. have to, I have to agree with that. Like if the crew that we film with has to poop, like do not poop on my main floor because if I go in there and then come out and they think it's me, I'm going to be pissed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't so, want you thinking that I just stunk up the whole bathroom because it wasn't me. Now, I, I get that. Now, the reason that I do go to the bathroom on the main floor is like more of a chivalrous type thing. She is in the bedroom and the bathroom that she would prefer me to use is the master bath. If your shit smells that bad. Am I going to sit there and just go and like have a blowout and then like let it waft back into the bedroom and then be like, 
Hey, what's up? Well, no. do you know how much space is between the bed and the toilet? Not enough. If, if Not you enough. smell that bad, then you need to get an enema. And then anytime Lindsay uses the bathroom, like... I close like every door. Closes every door. And like if you open one of like the three doors that she has leading into the bathroom, what are you doing? Get out of here. Like I'm the, I'm a shy pooper. <laughs> and it's so funny because Jackson will sit there and it's always like right around his bedtime. And he just goes like bananas and starts running around opening doors. And he'll come in there and bust in that door. Get out of here, Jackson. I'm going to the bathroom. Like I can't even, I can't even poop in peace. Like I swear, they're obsessed I, with me. I'm like a shy pooper. Like even in a hotel room, like if I'm go- traveling with like my friends or something, and I know that I have to share a bathroom, I'll go in the lobby because I do not want people to know when I'm pooping. Kill. That's probably been so problematic when you come to Atlanta since the hotel you stay at's been under construction, and there is no yeah. lobby bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was like almost shitting my pants because I was like, what do I do? I don't want these people to like, you know, my friend Danielle lives there and she would come see me and stuff like, I don't want them to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, no. Uh. I just, I don't do. And I guess like also another weird thing that I do is my OCD about my refrigerator. Oh my God. You're one, you're one of those, Lindsay. Yeah. And it's weird too because it looks like MTV Cribs and like there's like seven things in there. Like it's yogurt and milk. Like and, most, eggs, and eggs. And cheese and no, there's like stuff well, in there. I'm talking about like the stuff that you line up. Like this, like stuff that's consumed like daily. Yeah, because I don't want it all disorganized. Like if you get three half gallons of milk, they should be like in a line. So whenever you get rid of one of them, the other one comes to the front. That one goes in the trash can. I always, it's not a like, grocery when, store. <laughs> it's like we have those spring-loaded things, though, that like once you take one, it just pushes the next one to the front. Whatever, Will. But, yeah, no, I like it to just be like a certain type of way, and it's functional. Do you feel like you could revert back now after being together? Do you think that you could revert back and just be like a crazy person with no... Because literally, Kale, whenever I met Will, I went and bought him brand new bed sheets because he his sheets literally looked like he had never washed them. I probably um, when I first met when I first met Javi, he had not washed his sheet, taken his sheets off his bed and washed them in eighteen years. Yeah, see, that, that's something I guess that kind of just goes right over the head of like an adolescent male, like. That would never cross my mind to like wash bed sheets. And I don't know why, because I know that my mom washed our sheets whenever we were growing up. But like, as soon as we got out on our own, like that's something that I never thought about doing. Like there was stains on his sheets of like where his body had been sleeping. That is the truth. That is is the truth. That is the truth. They were navy blue sheets. No, they weren't navy blue sheets. The sheets that you had, I bought those navy blue sheets. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. These were like plaid, like white plaid sheets. So maybe there were like body stains. There were body stains on his sheets. But then again, like that's also like I was playing baseball. Like I would come home and I don't, I'm sure that I probably like didn't even shower. I just got into bed and went to sleep. 
Yeah, he probably didn't. And also he says that he didn't know that I was OCD. That's funny because when I first got with him, I bought him new sheets, well, like, I, like cleaned, thoroughly cleaned his bathroom, cleaned out his drawers. Like, uh, so it's safe maybe. to say that Lindsay improved your life for the better. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely created. <laughs> Taught you good, good hygiene. <laughs> yeah, better hygiene. Uh, he needed it. Nah. He needed it. And well, then, I mean, it's definitely a cleaner world for sure. But uh, listen, we were not messy. Like everything was put in its place and it was like surface clean. So like you'd come in and you'd be like, hey, it's not dirty. But then you look really close and you're like, like a deep dive, then you're like, whoa, maybe it is. You're like, hey, this is so nasty. They were the type of people that had a microwave that was like an installed microwave (laughs) that it it stopped working. So they, instead of like calling a repair person to get it fixed, then they just went and bought a microwave and put it on their counter. Yeah. Oh, so we good. still, had, yeah, we still had the built in, <laughs> but then we had the, the little countertop one as well. Yeah. So yeah, that just doesn't fly with uh, me. Yeah. I remember when that microwave got broke. <laughs> yeah. That just, that, that kind of stuff just doesn't fly. And I'm very like finicky about all of my stuff being like perfect and like not looking like super used. I'm weird about that with my car. I'm weird about that with my refrigerator, with everything. So yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to change. I'm 28 and it's just not going to change. So well, I look Maybe. forward to hearing more of these stories with Will in the future, and um, I think we should have him. I want to meet him in person. So, Will, I, I hope that next time I come to Atlanta, we can set up a podcast and we can do a whole photo shoot with you, and that would be fun. I don't photograph well. I but. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are a trip. Well, so can you please you. tell us? Can you tell us like about your overall experience with coffee combos? Would you? Yes, do that. Tell us. Oh, my experience? I think it's been good. Like, whenever I started listening to it and I heard that Javi was on, like, I told Lindsay, I said, listen, you got to get me on and I'm going to spice this thing up. And I don't think I did, but, you know. (laughs) I think people are going to be happy to hear from you, for sure. I I gave it my best shot. But uh, but no, I, I enjoy listening to it. I appreciate y'all having me, and I feel like it's been a good time. Will came home and knew about seven or eight episodes worth of information <laughs> one day, so I know he's been binging coffee combos on his spare time, so that's a positive. Well, thanks, Will. Yeah, like, listen, I'm hitting that viewership up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the support. <laughs> And I'm going to start getting it on different platforms too. Like Spotify is my jam right now, but I'll figure out some other ones. Okay. Well, we appreciate you taking your evening away from March Madness to talk with us. And for everybody that's listening, make sure that you give us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, what other places, Stitcher app. Um, what else, Kale? Yeah, no, that's, I think, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher app. I think that's everything, and um, every Thursday is an episode. So thank you so much, Will. I appreciate you, and I look forward to the next episode with you. Absolutely. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye, guys.
This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.